Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Premier League preview. Can't call it the Premier League preview because we get done. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football, joined by Adam Nicholas from What Culture Football to look ahead to all of the games in the Premier League over the next few days. Uh, before we get into this, obviously subscribe to What Culture Football if you want daily wrestling podcasts wherever you get your podcasts from. And also, I should just—I mean, it's a fairly obvious thing to say—but all of us here at What Culture Football. I think it's absolutely abhorrent the sign that was flown over the Etihad Stadium uh, ahead or during the Burnley Manchester City game. Very quickly, Adam Nicholas, your reaction to that? How, I mean, yeah, I'll try not to go too far into this, but just if there's a mark that's here, you've missed it by like a country mile. That is so, so poorly, poorly advised, poorly informed. I don't know where that's come from, but that is. It, it, I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a parody. Like, genuinely, that, mm. there's no way that someone... I don't know. It's mad, that. Absolute madness. Anyway, let's move on. Let's look ahead to, to the games happening tonight, Wednesday and Thursday. It's non-stop football. It is back. Uh, and sort of the headlines coming off the back of the weekend's games. And, you know, not really any developments in the title race. Obviously, Liverpool drawing with Everton, taking one small step closer to winning the league. We'll get on to mm. them. And Manchester City in due course, who've just destroyed Burnley 5-0, of course, despite uh, a depressing injury to Aguero, especially because I triple captain him in fantasy football. <laughs> Why did I do that? Anyway, uh, let's talk about the bottom part of the table. Uh, Brighton seemingly taking one step closer to surviving in the Premier League with that a late, late winner against Arsenal. I'd say now, if pushed, Adam Nicholas, it's probably three from five where it was three from six. Yeah, this was a big statement for them, really, wasn't it? I mean, they could have quite easily gone wrong, but you've got two clubs who are kind of having a very different sort of movement in progression, mm. you'd say. Arsenal are definitely on the recede, and if it keeps going the way it is, it's could be a very, very bad finish to the year for them. But Brighton, on the other hand, I mean, managed to get two, a 2-1 victory over Arsenal. And I guess you could say maybe maybe controversial because of uh, Maupay obviously being involved with the thing with Leno. Or I, I, think they got the, the, yeah, I think they got the decision right for my money, I have to say. But I think ultimately Arsenal fans will probably be a bit sour regarding that one. Yes, I saw a lot. I saw Wenger was trending after the game on Saturday. <laughs> uh, and then a lot was it Wenger people... in this time? I think we were just arguing about whether or not it was Wenger's fault or they were better off with Wenger or yeah. the statement that Wenger made. Uh, I saw the video, I think, post 
the Eduardo injury against Birmingham yeah. City a few years ago, where he said basically to stop Arsenal, you need to kick Arsenal. I think pro- probably the Mope thing is just a poorly timed jump, and it it's oh, it's horrible to see that the the way that um, Leno's leg bends in that scenario, but. I don't think there was any malice, or I'd hope there wasn't any malice in it. But uh, yeah, Brighton, 32 points now, four points clear of the uh, five teams below them, uh, five points clear of the drop. I reckon they should probably just about be all right, but who knows uh, this season, everyone else above them, obviously guaranteed almost Premier League football next season. But Watford, West Ham, Bournemouth, Villa, and almost guaranteed to be relegated, I'd say now, Norwich City. who do you think is going to survive the drop? Because we saw a glimmer in Villa's game against Chelsea on Sunday. Villa's an interesting one because that obviously Chelsea ended up getting the win two one, but that could have gone. It's one of the having. It's that thing with Villa, isn't it? Where it could have gone their way, but it just didn't. And again, you could argue similarly they got away with one against Sheffield United on the first mm. game back. So maybe it, it all balances itself out. Adam Wilborn, it's football, but I would say I think. You're looking at the table here, you've got the likes of Brighton and Watford. You wonder if maybe they can do enough. I think Norwich probably gone. Villa, though, Villa are a funny case, aren't they? Because out of these three, you've got Aston Villa, Bournemouth and West Ham. And I guess if you want to chuck Brighton, Watford in there as well, you can. Like, that's, It'd be hard to call. I and mean, I think Villa have got enough. I think they've got enough, you know. I think they've got enough of quality within the team to maybe get themselves out of that scenario. A huge couple of games for Villa in particular. Mm. I know this because I'm friends with quite a lot of Aston Villa fans. Uh, obviously, away at Newcastle, who looked sensational <laughs> against 10 men uh, over the weekend. We did a whole thing on their takeover as well. Myself and Adam Cleary, you can go and check that out on the What Culture Football YouTube or podcast channel, of course. Um, so Villa go there. And then at the weekend, it's a Midlands derby with Wolves against Aston Villa mm-hmm. on Saturday lunchtime. Uh, do you see Villa getting anything against Newcastle? Do you think the age-old phrase could come that Newcastle, after that result, will kind of take their foot off the gas and already already be on the beach, even though people probably won't be going on holiday? Yeah, probably not. Um, well, obviously, Newcastle are now going to win the Premier League, which is good. That's obviously <laughs> it's going to be quite an incredible takeover of Liverpool at the last minute. But jokes aside, of course, and reality kicking back in, it wouldn't surprise me. That would be very Newcastle to get such a good result against such a strong Sheffield United team. And then ultimately go and throw that all away by giving Aston Villa a lifeline. Uh, I personally hope not, obviously, for the, the reasons I'm sure we can all gather. But I think Villa will be looking at Newcastle and thinking that's a game they could get three points from. If I'm if I'm a Villa manager, you've just played um, Chelsea. They've just come quite close to beating Sheffield, who Newcastle have just beaten. So maybe they're thinking that's a team that could go and get some, a result, some kind of result against. Although I obviously hope that isn't the case. Uh, let's talk a bit about West Ham. Tonight they uh, play Spurs, a bit of a London derby there for them, of course, although Spurs fans would argue they couldn't care less. That's not their derby. <laughs> West Ham in a really precarious position. They're, they're that team that you could argue would think, I oh, will probably be all right now. They are only outside the relegation zone uh, by goal difference. Mm-hmm. And all the money they've spent, all the investment, it's it's not really paying off for them. Um and a, a huge, huge game, obviously, against Spurs. Yeah, it's probably not a great time for them to be playing Spurs, is it? Because it's the same old story with West Ham. They, they seem to buy, spend a lot of money, and they seem to get very little back in terms of return, don't they? You, I think countless seasons, maybe the last three seasons in a row, you've thought, ah, they bought some 
decent players here. They've spent a bit of money. You think maybe it's their time. You've got the owners who clearly think this is a club who could go and challenge up in that top half, maybe even the top half of the top half if they got the, the spending right. But it just it doesn't seem to materialise. And I would suggest that maybe Tottenham Hotspur are thinking that's a game they'd want to put West Ham to the sword. And if they do, and you get the likes of uh, Aston Villa maybe getting some, some points from Newcastle, could be spelling bad news for West Ham. Yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated. I think Spurs are probably going to be uh, coming out victorious in that in that game. Um, they look good against Man United. Uh, obviously, players coming back from injury and the like will be fascinating. Um, but I think I think they'll be fine. I don't see them making the Champions League places. Um, no, me neither. There's a team I think has an outside chance who we will Yay. get into. Um, but I want to talk a bit about Bournemouth. I was just as you were talking there. I was just looking at their fixtures. It could very interestingly come down. In the terms of the bottom three, if you assume obviously Norwich are down, I think that's safe to assume, um, despite the fact they've got Everton, uh, of course, tomorrow. The the final game for West Ham is Aston Villa, which could be absolutely Ooh. huge. And I, I think Aston Villa fans would take going into that game knowing a victory would uh, guarantee the Premier League football. Bournemouth, on the other hand, look at Bournemouth fixtures. Uh, they've got uh, they're away at Wolves mm-hmm. uh, this in this game week. Then, as we head into July, Newcastle, then away at Man United, then Spurs, then Leicester, then Man City, then at home against Southampton against Everton on the final day. Wow. I really, really mm-hmm. worry for Bournemouth. Yeah, that's not that doesn't make for good reading, especially if you're a Bournemouth fan. I think. Can you see them getting a ton of points from those? At least that little five five run of games there, which is going to be it's going to be hard work. Obviously, it's a Premier League; pretty much anything can happen. But it, that's not great. You don't want to be in that position if you're Bournemouth. You're already sitting at 18th, and what you're looking at a handful of points maybe from those games if they're lucky and can get it together, which is a shame because this Bournemouth team and the Bournemouth ethos as a club is the kind of thing you want to get behind. Obviously, they've climbed up all the ranks over the years. But it seems like the wheels have just slowly but surely started to fall off, and it's it's one of the it's the same old story, isn't it? You get a team that comes to the Premier League, and the new new kids on the block they do really well to start with, and then gradually they get worn down by the Premier League. And if you don't evolve, of course you end up back down at the bottom. Uh, I'll come back to that Wolves Bournemouth game in a second. Mm. Very quickly, we should mention obviously Watford, who are only just above uh, Bournemouth and West Ham by one point. But I feel a lot more confident uh, without even. I should look. I'll look whilst you're talking about this. <laughs> but without even looking at Watford's fixtures, you just know they can grind out results. And having someone like Nigel Pearson in charge, who's who's had these relegation battles and survived them, of course, with Leicester uh, and on. What would it be? I wanted to say Sunday then. I've no idea what day of the week it is. Thursday, <laughs> they travel to Burnley. Arguably never a better time to play Burnley than right now. And I just I just feel they're going to be just good enough to stay up this season, Watford. Yeah, they've got... They do, unlike West Ham, we seem to buy these players who have perhaps got more of a tenured quality to them. Watford have a, a habit of buying players who, like uh, Ishmael Asar, for example, who's like a young guy who could, who could be playing at a much, no disrespect to Watford, of course, a much bigger club. This is the kind of guy who's got a big future ahead of him. They do have players like that in the squad. And, as you've said, Nigel Pearson is no stranger to slugging it out in the bottom and making things happen for clubs. And I think, ultimately, I think I would like to see them survive the drop, you know. Out of the teams that are in there, I'd quite like to see them and maybe Bournemouth or Villa. But, the rest of them, well, I guess they could be on their way, you know, for me. 
Yeah, I look at Watford's fixtures. As I said, Burnley, of course, on Thursday. Then Sunday, they host Southampton. That's one of those sort of t- games where, you know, it's, it's whether or not Southampton can be bothered turning up. They look very good over the weekend. Uh, they have got some tough games. They've got to travel to Chelsea at the start of July. The end of the season sees them host Manchester City and then on the final day travel to Arsenal. Although we will get on to yeah. Arsenal in a second. But there's a there's a series of games in amongst that. They host Norwich, then they host Newcastle, and then they travel to West Ham. I feel like those three games could make or break their season if they don't get the results against Burnley and Southampton. Yeah, could be critical for them, really. Um, As you say, that that little three-game stretch in particular feels like where potentially their survival is going to be won and lost, doesn't it? You'd like to see it happen, but I don't know. It's it's hard to call. We do this all the time, but it's hard to call out of all those games because... There's so many teams, particularly from the bottom in the bottom half, where the form is just like up and down, and <laughs> and to, to the point where, I mean, you look at Arsenal at tenth there, and you've got a team like Southampton down at thirty-seven. That could easily be a transition there. Easily, Arsenal could find themselves all the way down, flirting in round fifteen, sixteen, that kind of thing. The whole bottom half is so interchangeable. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, let's talk about Arsenal. Uh, It's kind of been compared to sort of a nine-game season, this. And there was an ominous tweet sent out uh, before Arsenal played Manchester City by Hector Bellerin, if if I'm not mistaken, who said that for every game there, he was going to plant even a whole host of trees. Uh, Good luck with that. They are, as you said, 10th. They crumbled when it seemed like they, you know, were ready to cruise to a 1-0 victory with a, a Pepe goal getting fantasy football points uh, at Brighton uh, over the weekend. They crumbled to a 2-1 defeat. There was the Gwendouzi stuff post-final uh, whistle, which apparently he's not going to get charged for, despite all the footage of him choking a player. Regardless of that, as you said, they are 10th. They've got 40 points right now. Their goal difference is zero. And they play a Southampton side who is three points off them. Obviously, they will still be above them, even if they lose, unless there's a massive result there. Mm. But are they in crisis now? Because it seemed like people like us, OK, we've got Arteta, we're not expecting big things this season, but look at all these players that we've got coming through. And yet now, 
Question marks are being asked. Uh, the David Luiz situation obviously didn't help matters mm-hmm. against Man City. And now, I mean, they had, in the Man City game, they had players running into each other and getting injured. They've lost Leno. Are they in crisis for you? I mean, as far as a restart to the season could go, it's been pretty disastrous for them, hasn't it? Um, I mean, you're looking at the people they've had injured. Those are key players who I think they would have hoped were still involved. They've had to bring David Luiz back into the fold, which had immediate ramifications in the first match back, which wasn't great. And you don't like to see a keeper like Leno getting injured that way, but I think it just looks like there's a team who they don't really know what they are at the moment, do they? Arteta's trying to figure out who wants to be there, who wants to leave. How do you get rid of these players? You see players like Ezel who are on ridiculous money. No other clubs can kind of match his wage demand, so he's kind of floating around in limbo. I just think there's a lot of heads wants to be out of that football club at the minute. And there's not enough of them seem like they want to be there and be on the pitch. And how many years you're going back to like early, early Wenger years where you're thinking like, oh, these fantastic young players, they're going to come through, they're going to turn good. But ultimately, how many of them actually do achieve that at Arsenal? And Mm -hmm. before they either get taken away by another club or end up going off the rails a bit. Yeah, they're, they're blooding a lot of youngsters. I'm thinking the likes of Willock and Ketia, etc. Uh, it's a kind of time. I'm a huge fan of Pepe, although I don't I only you know notice him when he's featured on Match of the Day. I'm sure Arsenal fans would have hoped for slightly more from him this season. Mm. I look at that, you know, attacking force. You're Aubameyangs, your Lacazette, your Pepe's, supported so by the, the the midfielders that they have, and you think big things. It's just the the defensive side of things. Um, mm. Uh, Kieran Tierney obviously hasn't quite played as much as, as Arsenal fans would no doubt have wanted when they signed him. I, I don't know how you fix Arsenal. Like you say, I think you need a wholesale clear out. And you it's not need a quick a... fix though, is it? That's the problem. It's not a quick fix at all. And it's a mentality thing. I think, you know, they, you don't want to accuse them of being bottlers. But when I was listening to the game on Saturday and when it went to went one all and you think, oh, OK, well, that's not a great result, but see out of one all against Brighton and then they just switch off it's an excellent goal from Brighton but yeah. worrying and uh, let's have a look at let's have a look at Arsenal's fixtures as we head towards the, the close of this season it's Sheffield United away oh no it's the FA Cup I do apologise but then Norwich Wolves Leicester Tottenham Liverpool Aston Villa and then Watford on the final day I mean like you say you look at them in the table and you could guess anything from say I don't know, 15th to, I think the best they can probably hope for was about 8th. Well, can you imagine if we end of the season where, for example, a team like Newcastle, who arguably could end up making it into the top half of the table, but really that's about as high as I would, pers- even as a Newcastle fan, as high as I would personally put them. If we end up finishing ahead of Arsenal this season, that something has gone wrong in the Premier League. And I don't mean that as any big jive on Newcastle, but Arsenal should be doing better than that. The fans demanded, but the stats that were coming in when they were playing uh, City, where it was the fact that they haven't won, I want to say like out of around 20 to 25 games against the big six, if you like, mm. they haven't won a single one. They've drawn a bunch and they've lost a lot. Like they haven't got that mentality anymore. Arsenal aren't in the eyes of the people who are probably studying the Premier League top to bottom, aren't competing with the quote unquote top six in the league anymore. It's not, it's not something that people see as a big threat. Very interesting to see what happens this week. I feel like an 
Arsenal in crisis, separate. It's all kicking off videos. <laughs> it's just in, just waiting sounds, in the wings. Sounds very you that I'll be, I'll be watching that if you do get it out there. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. We haven't really spoken about Liverpool here. Uh, very dull um, Merseyside derby on Sunday. I think it's fair to say. Um, they play Crystal Palace. There was the potential of them obviously winning the league against Crystal Palace had Man City dropped points. That's not going to happen. But if they get a result tomorrow night against Palace and then City drop points against Chelsea, they could be crowned champions without kicking a ball again, uh, as that phrase keeps circulating around. Or they could win the title like the Etihad. Yes, they could. And I obviously would much prefer to see them win it off TV quietly. And not. No, of course not. We all want to see that. If, if Liverpool are indeed going to win the league, and fair play to them, they deserve it. They've worked hard. And we have essentially started the whole season again so that they can win the league after all these years. I am not against it. I think they deserve it. But I think how sweet would that be? And and obviously, it would make for great visuals. Weird though, wouldn't it? In an empty Man City stadium, Liverpool hmm. lifting the title. That's you never. If that happens, you're never going to see. I know, obviously, our man Martin Taylor was very much, I swear you'll never see anything like this again when City won the league in the last minutes. But you'll never see anything like that again. Liverpool winning the title to no crowd in the Etihad if indeed that does happen we'll have to try and get Ewan on before <laughs> beforehand uh, just to just to speak to him our Liverpool fan because <laughs> there's one of two things happen here uh, obviously it's great for Liverpool fans and Liverpool to kind of exercise those demons from all the year, years ago against Crystal Palace mm. where they were kind of seen as that was the moment aside from Gerard's slip that they the, the league was gone for them mm. uh, they play them and I think they're probably going to get a result I, I sense um, on Wednesday night. Imagine if they don't, though. Crystal Palace just doing a typical Crystal Palace against Liverpool. They need, what is it, five points, I think, if City win all their games mm. and they're just slowing just one point one at a point. time. One point. Um, so to exercise those demons would be great, of course. Chelsea hosting Man City uh, is a fascinating proposition. But if, if that happens, if Chelsea get a result against Man City, Man City have to give Liverpool a guard of honour which is oh. even weirder in an empty stadium. That is weirder. And what does a socially distanced guard of honour look like as well? <laughs> That's fascinating. I didn't even think of that. Like, they're doing the arms, but maybe they're, like, far away from one another. I don't know how that works. But, uh, look, I think from a from a history perspective, I'd much rather see that. I think that would be a lasting memory and would really summarise all of the madness that's kind of going on in the world at the moment. The fact that Liverpool are going to win the first title after all these years in that scenario, even weirder. But um, it'd be interesting to see the humility, I guess, if that is the case. Because Man City, are, of course, have been a great a great team at the top of this league. They've, and But you saw when they won the league, of course they should be. They've got a team of like 60 people behind the scenes who came out, more than the players who actually won the goddamn league in the first place. But it'd be interesting to see how they handle that. And actually in their house, they've got to give the title away to Liverpool that would be fascinating and what does that do to you mentally as well mm. uh, before we move on to our final point I'm just going to push you for some uh, score predictions then let's do tonight's oh, game Le- God. Leicester versus Brighton I will say I think Leicester are going to get the win I don't want to put a number on it though can I just give you the wins yeah I'll give you that Yeah, uh, I, think Spurs- I think Leicester for me are going to win that one yeah Yeah, I'd go for 2-0 if pushed on that um, Spurs West Ham do you know I think logic would probably stay at Tottenham for the win, but I would imagine it might not be that simple. Uh, I'm going to say a draw, you know. I'm going to say a draw between those two because I think Spurs Spurs feel like they could be kicking off after that uh, draw with Man United, but actually 
they might end up stolen again. And West Ham need those points. And it's a derby, Adam Wilborn. A derby. It all goes out the window when it's a derby. You say that about Merseyside derby was crap at all. <laughs> it like was the last five minutes. super boring, wasn't I'm it? I'm going to go for a 1-0 for Spurs in that one. We're not going to do all the games coming up because uh, we'll no doubt be reporting on them nearer the time. Uh, but let's take Liverpool-Crystal Palace. I think Liverpool might edge it. I think I think I could see a 3-2, I will give you a score, a 3-2 thriller because I feel like Crystal Palace might go ahead in that game and everybody getting that familiar feeling of, oh my God, <laughs> why can't we just beat Crystal Palace when we need to beat Crystal Palace? But ultimately, maybe Liverpool 3-2 win. And I think the result of that match will give you the gist for where Liverpool's heads are at because obviously if they draw that one, then you're starting to think, well, that's two draws in a row now. Where's the points? Where are these points that are going to give us the league? And I bet you, oh, bless him, poor Ewan, will be sweating buckets at this point. <laughs> I uh, I think I saw somewhere that the odds for Liverpool winning the league were 1 to 1,000. <laughs> really? And I think City were like 80 to 1. That's a brave quid if you put a, a pound on uh, City to win the league, no matter how optimistic it's not you are. Not a quid, that. Yeah. Um, Finally, Chelsea, Man City. Do you see Chelsea getting anything in this one? Because they've, they've transformed under Frank Lampard this season. And exciting prospect next season with Timo Werner, of course. I've really, really enjoyed this Chelsea team this season. I think, in a weird way, the um, the ban is the best thing that could have happened to them because it's allowed them to realise that they've got some quality, quality young players to come through, which is going to help both Chelsea and, fingers crossed, England as well. Because this the time that uh, the likes of Tammy Abraham and uh, Mason Mount have had in the Premier League this season is invaluable. They have played some quality stuff. And they haven't just been bit parts in the team, have they? They've been focal points, arguably. You could say they've stepped right up to the plate. Um, I'm, Timo Werner, fantastic signing. Really, really good signing. I just... And it was always going to happen once the transfer ban went. But I always thought maybe, like... I'd like to see what they could do without having to spend all the big money. They've done so well so far. You've got to think that... Werner's going to help, but I want to see them maintain that core and not lose the vision, perhaps, that Lampard has. But you hope that is uh, what's going to stick with it. Will they get a result against Man City? I don't think so. I think no. Man City want it more. I think Man City are going to want it more. I think Man City just looked amazing against Burnley. Kevin De Bruyne, man. We say it every year. He's, he's, he's sensational. Absolutely sensational. Didn't get enough fantasy points for me in that game, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think City are going to get this. Very quickly, one final thing I want to talk about. Uh, we were speculating about the Champions League places. Obviously, they go to fifth, what with Man City not being in the Champions League next season. Dark horses for Champions League spots. We talked about Sheffield United. We talked about Arsenal or Tottenham potentially sneaking back in there if results went their way. Wolverhampton Wanderers have got a sensational run in. They are level on points with Man United. Uh, they've got, who have they got? Bournemouth, Villa, then Arsenal, Sheffield, Everton, Burnley, Palace and Chelsea on the final day. I know a few Wolverhampton Wanderers fans myself. And obviously, yes, they still have Europa League football to play for. That all kicks off in August. But could they break into those Champions League spots for you? Listen, that Wolverhampton Wolves team have got, they've got quality. They've got real quality. Jimenez up top alone is just a force to be reckoned with this season, undoubtedly. And they seem to gel really well together. And you were worried, weren't you, that maybe it was kind of like last season was maybe, you know, a bit of a one-off for them. But I don't think it has been. I think this has been a team that has grown and a team that is trying to cement themselves up in that. They might not always end up in the top six, but they're certainly a top eight team, like guaranteed for me. Really, really good. And I... If I'm a Wolves fan, though, do you want to see it is the question. That's a better mm -hmm. question because how many times have we seen a team in that position 
get the Champions League spot and then it gets ruined. Like they, they, they can't handle the pressures of both the Prem and the Champions League. I think they could. I almost hope for their sake they don't, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think the start of this season, even Wolves fans were saying, Europe, Europa League, the amount of games you have to play for that. So I think, obviously, if you're given the choice of Europa League or Champions League, you're going to pick yeah. Champions League. But I, I, this, see, this is such a surreal time to be a football fan, obviously, now. I just can see United stumbling a little bit. You know, we saw that Roy Keane rant about David De Gea. <laughs> Hey, the Premier League hasn't started again until Roy Keane is ranting about Manchester United, so it's all good. But let me just say quickly on a note there about Man United, Fernandez, oh, what a fantastic signing he's been. And I think if anybody's going to be a driving factor, then maybe we'll see them stop Wolves. That's got to be a guy, hasn't it? Yeah, big game for them against Sheffield United tomorrow. But yeah, Wolves are uh, one to look out for, I think, in the Champions League race as we head towards the end of the season. But let us know your thoughts ahead of I keep wanting to say this weekend's Premier League fixtures, <laughs> this na- next batch of this Tuesday month. to Thursday. <laughs> this coming month of madness. <laughs> yes. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Football for daily football podcasts too. Uh, you can also let us know your thoughts on Twitter at What Culture FC. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Adam Nicholas at... At It's Adam Nicholas. You can follow Adam Wilborn at... Adam Wilborn follows all, as I said, at What Culture FC. But this has been the Premier League preview. My thanks to Adam Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.